Greetings and welcome aboard the Diecast Enterprise. This is Pags. I'm fully Jay. And today it is episode twenty of season two, the, the emissary. emissary. Not to be so. confused with emissary. On Deep Space <laughs> yeah, Nine. Deep Space Nine. Yeah, the first episode of Deep Space Nine, yeah. which oh. has a couple next gen folks on it. It does. It's, so <laughs> in this episode, the very basics of the plot: there's a Klingon sleeper ship heading back into Federation territory, and we gotta get there in time to stop them from waking up and blowing shit up. They've been in cryogenic sleep for 75 years. Cryogenic sleep is the worst kind of sleep. It is. Wrath of the cryogems. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to just like forget about talking about this episode and just talk about Wrath of Gems? No, no, no. We'll get to that at the end. <laughs> that that no. was a special episode. We'll get there. Wrath of Gems. <laughs> the elephant in the room. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. This is it's, it's, it's not a bad episode. We yeah, should talk about it This is a, a decent episode. It's got some uh, good character building for war. This sleeper ship device is a bit odd, though, because... Why the hell would yeah. the Klingons need such a thing? Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey guys, I got this great idea. What we're gonna do is we're gonna send this ship of ours out into space for full uh, of killers for thirty-eight and a half years, and then at the thirty-eight and a half year mark, it's gonna turn around and come back. And so they'll did- all wake up and attack. Which seems like a really indirect ploy for oh. Klingons. I thought they. Yeah. I thought they'd like finished a mission and then they'd been in asleep for seventy-five years. Maybe. I don't think so. Well, I mean, they've been asleep. But I think their ship has still been going though, because like it was running without them. Yeah, the ship. No, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like, so they've been asleep this whole time. Yeah. The ship's of course. been traveling through space. Yeah. But was it deployed from the Klingon homeworld with the idea that in seventy-five years they get to this area of space and then kill people? No, I don't think so because this ship is returning right okay so so that the indication seems to be that they sent it like almost like on a on a return orbit so did they just do some really shitty astronavigation or did it actually go out for 75 years kill some people then return for 75 years it wasn't 75 years each way it was 75 year round trip really are you sure yeah because they said 75 years ago these klingons are from 75 years ago yeah yeah so i figured they would be fighting it can't be 75 years both ways it's got to be round trip that's why i was asking i think they've been asleep for 75 years yeah yeah right so but like it, it, in whatever arc their their journey took they've been asleep yeah for some reason but th- that, that was uh, not anyway, ever really right, clear whatever. yeah like it's i don't clear. know what, what exactly what the reasoning was or or what the purpose of it i was. feel like the writer of this episode was like reading some sci-fi at the time like reading like uh the forever war or something mm-hmm. and was like oh that's a neat idea where it totally is a neat idea but like unless i got doesn't my... work for trek also, unless I got my math really wrong, 75 years before this would have been the era of, like, would have been after, like, Kirk and Spock, so wouldn't the Klingons have had warp drive? Well, the, they, they have warp drive. Like, right. They, they never suggested they didn't have warp drive. So you think they'd have warped for 75 years? I don't, I don't know that they were at warp for 75 years. Maybe low warp. Oh, man. All right, whatever. Yeah, like, uh, there, there are a lot of things that are just kind of not really made clear. And just the, the idea behind it, that we have these Klingons who are asleep for 75 years before coming active again. That doesn't seem like a logical Klingon kind of plan. That, that doesn't seem like something Klingons would do. It's true. Although maybe Klingons of that era would. Yeah, it's, a, it's totally out of character for uh, what we know of Klingons. You know, Klingons don't play the long con. Yeah. They're, they're very direct, you know? Exactly. It doesn't seem like... 
a uh, very good plan. It's like, oh, hey, you know, 75 years from now, this ship's going to reappear and oh, shit, that's going to, like, no. Yeah, like, is it supposed to be a contingency plan? I don't get it. Yeah, it's uh, it's unclear it needed to be addressed and wasn't. So what we open with is an unnecessary secret mission. Yeah, and we get this, uh, well, we this open with... functioning robot? <laughs> we, we, we open with a <laughs> poker game. Oh, right. Where, uh, where... I about that. <laughs> where uh, Worf is cleaning up because he's the Iceman. Yeah. The uh, nickname that Riker gives him immediately because I imagine that Riker is like in charge of nicknames on the ship. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, you know, why like, wouldn't he be? Like, I think that was like one of those jobs that was up for grabs and he just called dibs on it like immediately. That's mine. I, uh, I, I give out the nicknames on the ship and when anyone else tries to give out a nickname, he like pounces on them. I, I could even see him being elected to the position. Oh, that's true. That could be, uh, that could happen too. Do you think, do you think his own like self-appointed nickname on the ship is a uh, big Willie Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> so they're they're playing their uh their poker game and Data has it in his head that perhaps Worf doesn't really know what he's doing and then Riker just kind of shuts that down and he's like you know shut up you stupid droid this guy has more chips in front of him than any of us you know it's like oh well that that's just uh, Data's being super racist no no that's just luck it's just luck it can't it, it can't possibly yeah. be, be it can't possibly be because this Klingon has uh, poker prowess uh, not not possible but it totally is possible uh, and he cleans everybody out including Pulaski I think the only one he actually completely cleans out is Pulaski she says well you, you just took my last chip you could at least smile yeah, the smiling <laughs> would break his concentration that's right oh good work Jordy zinger for Jordy oh yeah Jordy was Jordy's got scene. nothing to do this episode yeah so hilariously no, he's, like he's just board. in the background of a few scenes yeah, they to just, uh, they observe they just throw him in um, we'll, we'll talk about when we get there I guess <laughs> yeah so then we get like this priority signal and they go to the bridge and yeah they've been diverted to these coordinates without any instructions. They head there, they get a message from this admiral, and she's all, you're going to be met by a special uh, Federation emissary. And they're like, oh yeah? Uh, what's that all about? Can't tell you. Oh, really? Uh, why not? You'll see yeah. when the emissary will explain it all, and I think you'll see once she explains it'll it. It'll totally make sense. It'll totally make sense. Doesn't make sense. Not a lick of sense. Well, There's... my assumption here is that it was uh, Kalar's decision that she wanted just like, yeah. oh, th- this will be funny. And, and you know, <laughs> If, if I show up, it'll surprise Worf, and then he'll feel but like... But she seems to, like, she seems to go, Oh, Worf, this is where you've been hiding. Now, do you think that was I a... I feel uh, that's totally a play. Yeah, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, uh... The whole, the whole thing, the secret mission is really just about getting them back together. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I guess she hasn't, maybe she has enough pull with Starfleet to be able to pull that kind of shit. I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's like, because that seems like, like, that's not... Come on, let's face it, a lot of those admirals are super bored. Yeah, they don't have a that, that's not a C-level prank. Like, oh, this yeah, is no, that, that's an A-level prank, you know? This is the flagship of the Federation going somewhere, not being told why or in what capacity, yeah. also that Kalar can be like, surprise! It goes, deeper, it goes deeper than that. They had to involve the Klingon Empire 75 yes. years ago <laughs> to get this all set up right. <laughs> this is a long play. Oh, man. The longest of cons. Yeah. But, okay, so the Admiral who gives them this mission... Mm-hmm. 
Was it just me who thought the way she acted was really weird? Her, the, the way her eyes moved and the way she twitched? She, she was like animatronic. She was she yeah, was... she looked like an animatronic. Yeah, yeah, she's totally animatronic. You drive me crazy. Like, what? What is I going on with her? She's like yeah, blinky and twitchy. You know, maybe they didn't get rid of all those uh, space bugs from the highest level. Guess of not. Maybe, maybe this, this was uh, going to tie into that arc, and then they <laughs> forgot. It's like the one year anniversary. This would be a good time to do it. Yeah, man. Exciting. It is the one year anniversary. Yeah, that's crazy. I miss that arc. That was a good arc. It was really interesting. I, I, I wanted them. I was really looking forward to where they were going with that, and they never went anywhere with that. It could still happen. <laughs> Wait. The next episode of Next Gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for that one. Oh well, the new series will pick it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah. sure. 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 Why not? Why not? Maybe we'll be in that Justin Lin movie. Hmm. Yeah. Beyond. Thumbs. What happens next? Uh, Kalar comes aboard. Um, we get Jordy down in in, in the uh, oh yeah transporter so in room. the transporter right, room right. just overseeing Barkley no oh, Barkley should, oh my god <laughs> O'Brien O'Brien we should probably explain it like the, the uh, so Kalar arrives in this a class eight probe yeah, yeah it's a it's a deep space probe designed to normally just I guess have you know scanning instruments yeah and, and it travels at warp nine and it's super small so they've retrofitted it so a person can fit in it the most devastating weapon in the uh, Federation's yeah. arsenal, I would like to point out, but nobody seems to know this. No one Least of all the Federation. Because something that size traveling at warp nine, impacting a planet, like, yeah. like that, that's a doomsday device right yeah, there. Yeah, that's uh I'm just saying is all <laughs> So they have to they have wanna, to wanna take out a board cube? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just throw probe a, right through it. Yeah, just throw a warp nine probe at it. Well so anyway, they decide to beam the thing aboard. They have to go side by side with it at warp nine and beam it aboard. With the tractor beam too, haul it in and then beam it on so yeah, yeah. they decide not to entrust this solely to O'Brien. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you see, what we were talking about was that maybe O'Brien was just on probation. He's on probation. He's super on probation. Yeah, you, you gotta have someone watching him. I think Jordy just wanted to watch. Like, this oh, would be yeah. cool. I, ma- I imagine, like in real world uh, context, it would be difficult. Like, I mean, if you're beaming something that's traveling at warp nine inside your vessel, there has to be a way to turn off its momentum, like its speed, because like you don't want to like materialize and then immediately you know like rocket off the pad at warp 9 through your ship well this is really their third try at this O'Brien screwed the first two up like, <laughs> yeah. that's why Jordy's there yeah like okay this time I think we've got yeah. it but Jordy literally like as soon as the thing's on the platform yeah, he's like okay cool I'm out of here see ya yeah, I'm out peace yeah. Well, that's also the moment Riker turns up. And Pulaski. Like, oh, right, yeah. Like, okay, I'll, I'll see you guys. <laughs> like, okay, well, what were you even doing there? You literally didn't do anything in this scene, dude. Uh, yeah. So they they open it up, and, and there she is, and she gets out, and I don't know, like, she's immediately not the uh, type of Klingon we're used to seeing. Like, she's... She's super chill. Yeah, she's super chill and very jovial and uh, and gregarious. Yeah. You know, she's almost Riker-esque. She's, she's wearing pajamas. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Turns out she's not full Klingon. Yeah, she's half Klingon. And uh, I know that uh, Deanna finds this quite uh, quite fascinating. Oh my god, I didn't know that, like, I didn't know you were compatible. You also, you're also comically taller than I am. Yes. <laughs> That's probably one of the reasons that she got the role. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, tall... Yeah, yeah. Uh, tall women and tall Amazonian women. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so they have a meeting uh, to to discuss the mission which she has been sent on as an emissary. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here we learn that she has a history. It's with like, war. oh, war. Oh. So this is where you've been hiding. Worf stands up he's, and he's all like, Ugh. he's, he's like, hilariously uncomfortable. Oh, it's so awkward. It's like, yeah, like just like, don't even. Oh, I have nothing to say to you. <laughs> and everyone around the like everyone is just like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like you said, he's totally like, don't embarrass me in front of the guy. <laughs> God. So she she relays the whole story like, okay, here comes this uh, Klingon crew, and when they wake up, they're gonna want to fuck up your shit. Uh, we can try talking to them. That ain't gonna work, so we're gonna have to blow them up. And Picard's like, no. I, I, I don't buy that. There's gotta be a better way. Yeah. Like, okay, I want options, people. Dismissed. And everyone's off, and Worf just kind of stays, stays there like a sullen schoolboy, and Picard's like, what up, bro? <laughs> he's just still sitting there at yeah. the table. He, he's just missed the end of the yeah. meeting. Like, he's like, oh, is she gone yet? <laughs> and so he's like, listen. He doesn't I want to stand up because he's got a boner. He's like, oh. listen, <laughs> sir, how about uh, Riker or Data help her out on this? I think that would be better. Like, do you have a personal reason for this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have a professional reason? No. I withdraw my request. <laughs> and, and then, like, Picard just looks at him for a minute and he's just like, I would draw my request. Good. Because... We're a pro. We're a pro. It's weird, though, because, like, it's it's wildly inconsistent in Star Trek, you know? Like, Picard will either be very sensitive to the, uh, to, like, the personal needs of his crew, or he'll be like, fuck him, you're a professional. Well, sure, but this is Operation Get War Flay. Yeah. (laughs) I remember what the secret order is here. He cannot be a part of it. Oh. He's he's deep in this. Yeah, he is basically the ship dad, right? Like yeah. he's got a he can't always be the soft touch. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's very funny because next we go to uh, Worf and Kalar working together, and that goes so smooth awkward. as ice. She has a really righteous outfit when oh, she yeah, see her yeah. again. Which, as you guys pointed out, Kalar does it right in the twenty fourth century. Mm-hmm. She arrives in this, you know in her pods there's no room for any luggage so it's just like oh whatever I'll just I'll replicate up a few cat suits now I'm absolutely here. which she does and that's yeah. the way everyone should do their laundry in the 24th or laundry yeah. or their uh, wardrobe in the 24th century you yeah. just have like you know your fucking thumb drive that you plug into your replicator and that your your wardrobe is why would anyone ever do drive? laundry just yeah like dematerialize exactly. your clothes replicate some new ones it's, it's brilliant yes really thumbs up hooray the future but uh, yeah they're, they're working together doesn't go very well you know he's, he's all like we have to come up with alternatives and she's like, there are all no, there are no alternatives. He's like, yeah, but it's our job. The captain told us to come up with some alternatives. And she's like, you are so stubborn. Well, like the, the subtext of it is that she's really trying to seduce him, like yeah, yeah. from the get go. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like you, you so, kind of expect it to turn into a PSA where he's like, well, this is sexual harassment, and I'm not going to take. You're it. waiting for her to drop her pen or something. Yeah. He's like sitting up on the console, yeah, leaning yeah. over him. Yeah. He's he's too curmudgeonly though. Drape herself yeah. across the console like it's a uh, '80s hair metal <laughs> video. She is basically dressed like an '80s hair yeah, metal. Yeah, completely. Uh, so they they kind of storm out, and Worf goes to the bridge, and suddenly Picard is all uh, oh, concerned. How'd it go? What, what's what's wrong there, buddy? <laughs> what's what's the matter? You know, something went wrong. <laughs> no, no, first he's having a. Dis- Discussion with someone else, yeah, and yeah, with Data, and then he hears Worf, Worf coming, grumbling in the background. <laughs> 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 
It was like, uh, hold that thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang on sec. for a second, Data. One second, Data. Oh, <laughs> Our dog beautiful. seems to be grumpy. Let me go give him a milk bone. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really funny because suddenly Picard's all like, all innocent, like, I don't know what's going on. Why ever are you disturbed, Mr. Wolf? It's not like I ordered you to go spend time with someone you absolutely did not want to spend time with. I don't understand. So before that, we get Deanna and Kalar talking again, uh, and and Deanna suggests to her to uh, try out the holodeck. Yeah, so that she won't keep smashing up the... uh, Yeah. Because she'd just broken a glass table. And And she, of course, chooses Worf's... Calisthenics, the, the classic thing longer thing yeah, yeah. scenario, scenario with the so. skull guy. And, yeah, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty great. And I, and I guess that's what Worf is grumbling about. Like, oh, she's using goddamn simulation. Well, no, he doesn't know at that point because Picard. Oh, right, that's Picard. Right, it's order, one, I order you to relax. Right. Fine, I'll go to the holodeck. Right. And then he gets to the holodeck. Whoa, she's what? already using oh. it. No. And so he gets in My there. Program, she's and, probably getting cooties all over it. Yeah. He goes in and watches her, and she's all like. Like, man, this is some wussy-ass shit you've got going on here, Wolf. And he's like, oh, really? Computer level two. Yeah. And then they uh, they get to Graplin, and then... And he's like, he pops, like, 18 boners. <laughs> <laughs> At well, least. like... Yeah. She is dominating that shit. And yeah. he jumps in and he fights one guy and she fights two other guys while yeah. he's doing it. She continues yeah. to dominate when he joins up. Yeah, yeah. She is in charge. She's and, like, uh, she's like, damn, you're good at this video game. Yeah. <laughs> it's very arousing. Yeah. And then Klingon sex happens. Yeah, they, they get down. Yeah. Uh, which apparently, you know, you smell each other's hands. You fight first. You fight first, of obviously. Course. But, but now that the fighting is out, with, out of the way, now that we're getting down to brass tacks, here. Oh, yeah. You smell right. each other's hands and then you take your betrothed and you shove her fingernails deep into the flesh of her hand until she's bleeding. It's weird. Because that's hot, I guess. Yeah. And and then you fade to black. And then Worf immediately afterwards is like, okay, so we're going to get married now, right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, we did She's it. like, uh, look, this isn't really... Whoa, whoa. I, Slow down. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Like, Listen, <laughs> the sex was sweet and all, but no. Yeah, it's like, well, you're weird. He's like, what are you talking about? We did it. Now we have to get married. <laughs> Is it really this? What if I'm pregnant? Is it really standard Klingon operating <laughs> I procedure? Guess. I guess it is. I guess so. I feel like that was made up for this episode, though, because I yeah. don't feel like that's standard Klingon operating procedure. Because I don't feel like Klingon men are all about commitment to their ladies. Also, though, in the fullness of time, over many, many years of Star Trek, we learned basically Worf knows fuck all about Klingon tradition. Yeah, yeah and not only yeah. that, I mean, when we have uh, Riker on the Klingon ship, yeah. the, those women are totally ready to get down with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're... Like, oh, yeah, this might be interesting. No, I, th- I think, like, the, the idea, though, is that like, Worf is someone he was not raised in Klingon culture. Yeah. He's always reading about it and everything else. So yeah, he has so, this very, like... Yeah, he, he um, he's like... Uh, um, it's like he's reading about Klingon culture, like, maybe 400 years <laughs> removed, you know? like the daily but, like, like, he's version. looking at the Shogun Japan era yeah. of Klingon culture as opposed to modern day. Well, it's sort of... It's sort of yeah, yeah, he's seeing it through how people just uh, people were writ, writ, written about it as opposed to actually how it's yeah. actually lived. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I don't know. Also, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately starts like reciting marriage vows there and then. Yes. She's like, "Whoa, hang on." She's like, "I am not taking the <laughs> I'm, oath. I'm out of here." <laughs> he's like, "Then this might meant nothing, and I will not accept that." Oh. 
It's so melodramatic. Well, geez, dude, like, come on now. I mean, it's so, kind of adorable. So yeah. yeah, there's there's some serious some serious like teenage angst going on. Yeah, so, yeah. And then, um, but then they got to get back to the the mission. Yeah, uh, because they've uh, detected the uh, the Klingon ship on long range sensors now. It's coming and, out of its slumber. And they've had some discussion about it's like, oh well, could we disable the ships? Like, well, yeah, we could, but then they just blow it up themselves because they won't be taken prisoner. Uh, you know, they the talking isn't going to do any good. And then you know, so what we want to do is we want to get on board before they wake up and just prevent them from waking up. Mm-hmm. So when they when they get the Klingons on long range sensors, they go to check it out, and Data's like, well, we're getting life signs, but we can't tell if they're awake or not. But their uh, their uh, navigation systems aren't active, so I think they're asleep. And immediately, immediately followed by them getting shot. <laughs> I could be in error, however. Uh, interestingly, the uh, the shots of the uh, Klingon ship are from Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Oh yeah, excellent. And they've he- just had uh, they've just had disruptor uh, effects placed over them. Here is also where we get Diedrich Bader. Yeah, Diedrich yeah, Bader baby. is like the uh, tactical officer while Worf isn't there. It's crazy. He's so young, so young, and, and his hair is his, so funny. His third role. Yeah, and he's like he gets Unreal. some lines and everything. Like he gets to he gets, he gets to say some yes sirs and some you know like some you know tactical shit yeah. so that was funny I didn't even recognize him at first and Foley's like hey it's that guy from Office Space and you knew, I didn't know his name I yeah and, name. And, and, and I was like well I mean it's not Ron Livingston so you must mean uh, Dave Herman and I was like and then you're like Diedrich Bader I'm like no it can't be Diedrich Bader but it was it totes was it totally, totally was Bader. So, you know, like, he's probably teaching Rex Kwon Do, um, like, yeah. to, the, uh, to the rest of the security staff. Got a, got a Rex Kwon Rex Do holodeck program? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a system that he's developed over <laughs> one and a half seasons fighting in the Octagon. Right. <laughs> you know? He should... Uh, I, I would give anything to see him, like, aboard the Enterprise with, like, just, like, the tactical <laughs> top and then the, the uh, flag pants, uh, you know, bottom. Oh, be beautiful. <laughs> Think anyone wants a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys? Forget about it. <laughs> oh, Riker would be all over that class. Oh, man, you know it. I feel like Riker and Rex Kondo are like best bros. <laughs> <laughs> you think anyone thinks I'm a loser when I'm coming home to Starla every night? Oh, I forgot about Starla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, for those of you not in the know, uh, go watch Napoleon Dynamite. And uh, yeah. Anyhow, now that we know that the Klingons are awake... It looks like we're going to have to blow them up. But, but Worf's like, Captain, I have another option. And then they don't tell us what that option is. We get to discover it at the same time that He's the like, Klingons do. Captain, part one of my plan, put Kaler on the brig. <laughs> part two, <laughs> give me a Klingon uniform. Captain, here's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> and then the screen spins. <laughs> 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 the Enterprise zooming in and out. <laughs> Oh man, I would love to see that just yeah. once. It's just a once. good plan. Uh, yeah. Basically, what's happening is, uh, in order to trick the uh, Klingons uh, into standing down, uh, they're going to play that Worf is the captain of the Enterprise and that Kalar is his second in command. So he gets to wear this rad costume. It's great. It's so good. I wish he, I wish that was his, you know, uniform for the rest of the season for the series. He could replicate he that shit up for himself bad, anytime bad. he wants. I know, but it, you know, he would have to get like a. I know. Special uh, dispensation. Yeah, precisely. So he's like, you know, he's like, "What up? Why, why are you, why are you firing at me, fool?" And yeah. he goes like, "I'm a Klingon." Rah, 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 rah. He's like, "I don't give a shit." Uh, why are you firing on 
Yeah, uh, Klingon vessel. This is treason. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Uh, Worf gets to be a badass. He gets to be he, the captain for a couple minutes. He talks them down, and then earlier in the episode, Kalar had suggested that Worf has no sense of humor. And then at the end of the episode, we get Worf's sense of humor. It's like, so uh, what do you think of command? Comfortable chair. <laughs> it's a great line. It's like, Kaboom! Yeah. And you you can see Kalar smirking behind him. It's like ah. Uh, she smirks quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of her, her default facial expression. Indeed. So... So we get away with no bloodshed. Yeah, the, yeah. The Klingons... The Klingons surrender, essentially. Which yeah. they never... They, they thought they could never get them to do. Um, and then... Uh, and then uh, he sees Kalar off at the... Um, She's going to go take command of the, uh, of the other Klingon vessel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they uh, let it be known. It's like, okay, so we do have feelings for each other. And, you know, next time you see me, it won't be so hard to get rid of me. Which is kind of ironic, because then next time you see... Whoa, 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 spoiler! (laughs) Alright, in case anyone... Spoiler alert! Yeah, in case anyone's concerned about spoilers for for an episode that came out like some 20 years ago. I think it's more than that. It's like 25. Uh, Kalar will die in the next episode that we see her in. And tragically will give birth to Alexander. Well, she's already given birth to Alexander at that point. Because she brings him along. That's right, because he's he's like like six years old. Yeah, exactly. How the hell does that work? Uh, No, no, maybe Klingons grow faster. I don't. Shut up. Anyway, it's whatever. fine. Yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. Sure. Yeah. Map space works, travel. Map out. Space travel and light speeds and... Right. And right. obviously, you know, Alexander is a Damien-style, horrible monster he's a, child. He's played by the youngest Keaton from Family Ties. Oh, weird. Brian Bonzal. Huh. Uh, who played the uh, the you know youngest uh, sibling of the Keaton family right. uh, in the later seasons of Family Ties, like in a desperate attempt to uh, kind of keep the show going. Am I am I like really like thinking about this now? Like, am I? Misinterpreting what was implied in this episode, which is that they'd never like done it before than this episode. I mean, yeah. presumably, yeah. Right. Yeah. So she they like they didn't do it because, and she says right, like he says, we weren't ready, and she says I was ready. Yeah. Right. Okay. But, so uh, so then, but then, how and, the hell is Alexander like seven or whatever age he's supposed to be? I think he's like five in. The... Because he's back in it's it's season three, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's in the next year. <laughs> Warp got played. Is it season three? I thought it was until season four. It like could I thought be. it was after the board. Is it? I guess it could be. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe at, right. at, at any rate, you know, he shows up. Um, it doesn't seem like enough time has passed. It does not seem like enough no. time has passed. Like, and certainly not enough time has passed for us because we don't want to see him. You know, like, <laughs> cause, yeah, because like if he was going to be like five or six, he shouldn't show up until like season seven or exactly. eight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. This being season. Too. Uh, but I mean, you know, you know uh, we space don't know time, how long baby. Time it's, it's crazy. Okay, okay. It's, it's okay. never clear how much time is passing in the show either. Yeah. I mean, that that's something that they were. Never or maybe there's at. like a peculiarity with a uh, with like a Klingon breeding with a Klingon human hybrid. Oh, maybe. Maybe. You know, who knows what's going on? But for whatever reason, Alexander is a, you know kind yeah. of an older child. All right. right. So yeah, uh, that was the emissary. What, how are we all feeling about the emissary? Um, Wasn't that ranking? Wise. Yeah, not bad. It's decent. It's fine. I don't remember our ratings at all. It 
it's it's been a while. Uh, well, there is. <laughs> it's busy rank trip system. Yeah, it's, I know. There's a, there's a there's chief, which there's is the single pip unfilled. Then there's um, ensign, which is yeah. a single filled pip. There is uh, lieutenant junior grade, two pips, one unfilled. Lieutenant, which is two filled pips. Uh, lieutenant commander, which is three three pips, one unfilled, two filled. Uh, commander, which is three pips filled, and then captain, which is four pips filled. You can just annoy Jar by just making something up too. <laughs> well, you, I, I often do. Yeah, yeah but you guys, you guys <laughs> okay. do it every single time. Like it, usually, we only do true. it as a joke. I'm yeah. gonna give it. I'm gonna rank this one, Lieutenant. Yeah, I think this is a yeah. solid Lieutenant. Yeah, I'm with you. It was a it was a perfectly decent episode. Yeah, like there are holes, some pretty big holes, yeah. honestly, but it was perfectly entertaining and watchable. Yeah. And it's just great to see Michael Dorn be yeah, yeah. the yeah. lead in an episode. I'm always happy always to get fun. a Wharf episode. Yeah, absolutely. D- yeah. D- despite my uh, my dislike for Klingons. I know. <laughs> I gotta say, actually, like the character of Kalar, like her performance is a lot better than I remembered. Yeah, yeah, That's I really like yeah. her. Yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm, it bummed me out when they killed her off because I, I wanted to see more of yeah, her. Yeah, she's good. You know, well, uh, she plays well off Worf. Yeah, she's a good foil for Worf. Yes, um, I certainly prefer her as Worf's partner than I do Deanna Troy or Jadzia Dax. Neither of those pairings with Worf worked for me at all. Yeah. So, Wrath of Gems. <laughs> oh, ra- w- w- a little game called Wrath of Gems. We've okay, been playing yeah. a lot of that. Let's, uh, yeah, that's we've been. It's a, it's Star Trek Bejeweled, and it's great. Um, if you aren't playing this, what the hell are you doing with your time? We should, uh, we should, you know, call them and see if we, if they want to, like, you know, sponsor us. Um, yeah, we'll mention, we'll, we will mention the fuck out of your game at the end of every episode. <laughs> so yeah, let's. Uh, there's, there's. What do you want to say about? It? I don't know. There's a bunch of. Uh, Gems. You you can you can hire like you basically get all the different characters from the show. There's original series. There's TNG. I like um, uh, the inconsistency in the game. Oh yes, you know like it's like here's your background image and there's Babyface Riker without a beard and then his speech bubble comes up and he's bearded he's, Riker. He's got a beard. Yeah, like the little face that pops up with his speech bubble is bearded Riker and yeah, it's great stuff. I uh, love all the tier two characters are like the same people but from the movie. So there's Riker and yeah. then essentially there's pudgy Riker. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> And they've got a contest going on right now where, like, you know, you might be able to be a character in the game. Like, they'll take your oh picture my God, yeah. and put it in. Yeah, you sent me a link to that. I, of course I did. So I, I immediately went to Twitter. I was like, yeah. Hey, that's a good point. We'll get all like, these uh, people are... We're, I think one of the ways you get a character is by telling people about the game. So we're telling all our friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you don't know what Bejeweled is, I, just, I don't know how to explain that. It's, it's, it's a matching game. It's like Candy Crush or yeah. Yeah. any of those games. They're, they're all sort of the same gameplay. Standard tile matching game uh, safe to say people know what, know what that is yeah so this just em, em, you know employs different elements of that like you can have a one-on-one combat between different characters this is essentially a diplomacy matchup then there's yeah. team fights involving three characters on three each character has special abilities Troy they all have special the, the different powers that you can level up and they all have names like for example Deanna Troy who might be the most powerful character in the game has one attack that's literally known as Troy's advice which if you take Troy's advice it does hundreds of damage to your opponents <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of funny. Yeah. She can also freeze your opponents for multiple turns. Oh, that's oh, so overpowered. It's pretty great. Um, um, there's also starship combat. Starship too. combat is my favorite yeah. part. And you can uh, you can choose to like focus on the primary ships, like of course the Enterprise D or the Enter- the original series Enterprise. But then you can like instead you can just embrace some like weird esoteric shit. Esoteric ship instead. Yeah, yeah. I got this like weird like Cardassian like support vessel. It's yeah. not even a battle cruiser. So yeah, the get... Heidecker. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. yeah. So I just keep calling that thing the Helsinki. Yeah. 
So you just get that, level that up instead if you feel like it. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, they have Birds of Prey, uh, Klingon Battle Cruisers. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, loads of fun. Go play that. Yeah. There's another game out there right now, which is like, it's it's much more uh, CPU intensive for your phone. It's like, oh, it's got the voice of uh, Q on it. And oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. It's a, But it's a much more involved game. I, I played it for like two days and I turned it off because I was like, no, I'd rather just match gems. Not really a phone game. I think it's called honestly. Star Trek Timelines. I don't know. And it's like one. a whole, you know, like, because. Okay. Like, all the timelines are falling apart and mixing together so you got you know current crew and past and future and stuff like that sweet it's interesting but I just didn't have patience for it mm, okay well that's me oh, we'll, we'll drop another review of another game sometime soon yeah yeah there are always new Star Trek related games or properties to check out we've been known to enjoy the uh, Star Trek VHS board game that's oh, true yes. I, I've still got <laughs> I still have to edit that episode still gotta ep- edit a lot of episodes I've still gotta edit a lot of episodes <laughs> Mother of God. Yep. Uh, Brian is listening to the podcast now. Hey, Brian. Awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's he's burned through them all. So I gotta get, catch up. Yeah. I gotta get I gotta get to work on this. But uh, but first, the Buzzboard review. Yeah, hop to it, son. I know, I know, I know. All, all right. right. Uh, I think that's all we got to say. Yeah. I believe so. All right. Well, thank you for. Oh wait, next time. Oh yeah. Oh. Next time, the episode is called uh, Peak Performance. Yeah, Peak Performance. Uh, it's the one with the. Uh, we're with Starfleet War, War Games, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, and there are going to be some Ferengi there. There's going to be that that ugly guy, Korami, Korami. Who, who plays Stratagema. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we have the clip. And show. after that, the clip show. show, and then we're oh, done season shit. two. Holy smokes! It. I can't believe we're almost there, man. Yeah. Exciting. And then we'll be on to season three, which you have on Blu-ray. Yes, I do. Good, because I do not. I, I, I have the rest of the series. Fantastic. All right, so there you go, gang. Uh, exciting things to come. Thank you for joining us aboard the DieCast Enterprise. This is Pags. Bully. Jay. We'll see you next time. The DieCast Enterprise is a nonstop pop production. If you enjoy the show and want to support it, please check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash Pags, P-A-G-Z. You can also follow us on social media. You'll find links on our website, diecast-enterprise.com or nonstop-pop.com. Thanks for listening. Live long and prosper.